Thanks for listening to Middle Aged and Mediocre. I'm Cash. I'm Joel. And uh, we are a podcast about all things strange and unusual, death, UFOs, and other creepy, Cults. weird, random shows. There you go. Yeah. Not uh, just naming things in the room. Oh my god. There's a cult of ghosts. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, this is Joel. Welcome back to Middle Age and Mediocres, our year in review. Well, it's my year in review here, as always, with uh, the the master keyboardist, uh, Cash. I'm not good at this like you are. I'm I'm so glad that I didn't have to do anything for this <laughs> episode this week. It's I, a good life. I got to just. Do nothing. Yeah. Because it hit me. I forgot we were, were you doing... doing other stuff. You're pretty busy. I've been busy, but I forgot we were doing this. So, like, I think it was uh-huh. yesterday I texted you, and I was like, yeah, hey, I got <laughs> nothing. So, I don't know if we... Yeah, it was like day before yesterday. Yeah. Something like that, Wednesday. I was working on it at the time. But, yeah, we got a couple stories from each month of 2022, but they're little stories. They're like little ripple news stories. It's, it's just not stuff the... that didn't make the big... It's not the know. big, awful things that happen, Roe versus Wade, and, like, <sighs> right. all the different fucking... Just awful, terrible 2022 things. We did this in 2020. Yeah. And then for some reason skipped 2021. But we're back to review 2022. 2021 must have just... It was so bad that we were just like, let's just let's just be done with it. Yep. We don't want to talk about the it rug. anymore. Um, 2022 wasn't much better, so I don't know why. But. You're, you're right. Before we get to... Before we start the uh, review, though, I do want to uh, do a quick update on the Moscow, Idaho okay. uh, stabbings. There has been a break in that case. Uh, the They arrested on Thursday, police arrested uh, 28-year-old Brian Koberger. Oh, they did? I didn't hear how old? 28 years old. 28. Okay. Yeah, his name is Brian Koberger. They arrested him in his home state of Pennsylvania up in the Pocono Mountains. Uh, in, like Them and the Pennsylvania State Police work together to uh-huh. bring him in. Uh, he is being, he has a criminal complaint charge filed against him with four counts of murder in the first degree, as well as felony burglary. That was all filed Thursday. Uh, they focused their, they narrowed their focus on Koberger after tracing his ownership of a white hun- Hyundai Elantra that they had been looking for uh, tips about. Uh, it was in the area of the killings. And, they also, according to two law, or that was according to two law enforcement sources, uh, Koberger's DNA has also been matched to genetic material recovered at the off-campus house where the students were stabbed to death. Uh, he is, he is, uh, I believe, a criminology student. Um, he goes. To, he went to school right there in the area, like at a different school uh-huh. uh, from the other from the four that were killed. When they arrested him, apparently he said, like, the very first thing he said was something to the effect of, uh, oh, well, have you picked up anybody else for this yet? Um, I think being a criminology student, or, like, I think he might have a degree in it, actually, already. Yeah. But I wonder if that is to try to just muddy the waters. Sure. You know, to now make them think that there are other people involved. Um so it's hard to believe one person did that. We it is hard about to believe it a couple times, but I mean, I guess it could be done. 
So, uh, yeah, I, so far, that's, you know, the biggest update. Uh, I don't, you know, you think maybe this guy's done this before. Um, but I also find it weird that he typically, serial killers don't leave an area where they've killed people unless, like, they know, like, that the cops are on their trail. Yeah. So, unless he got word, you know, unless he knew, I don't see why he would flee to Pennsylvania. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, we'll learn more about it, and no. as we get updates, we will make sure we uh, update the story as we go. And then also, going on in our hometown of... Uh, our little neck of the woods, our, our quarter of the, of the universe. A story that we will be covering as more information comes out uh, on... Let me see what day was it? The December 3rd or uh, early something? morning hours of De- December fourth. Fourth was fourth. the last time that Gretchen Fleming, uh-huh. age twenty eight of Vienna, was last seen leaving the My Way Lounge and Restaurant in Parkersburg. Uh, her wow, family reported her. It's restaurants being kind. <laughs> <laughs> they like, they microwave pizzas when you yeah, want them. Every yeah, <laughs> if they have them. Um, they uh, the rep- the family reported her missing on December twelfth. Uh, they have identified a person of interest uh, named, I believe, Preston Pierce. Okay. Is the he is, I believe, somewhere around forty. Is that the guy that used to be a cop? And, he used to be a cop in Williamstown. Right, yeah, I was following some shit about him on yeah. Facebook, and he's got a lot of weird people saying weird things that you know weird things that he's done. And just he was creepy. immediately kind of pointed out as yeah. And uh, I think it's, he said that he dropped her off at the police station. There is, yeah, he does, yeah, he said. He has a weird statement where yeah. it doesn't really. Um, so yeah, we will. Uh, she actually just moved back here recently from, I believe, North Carolina or yeah. South Carolina to be closer to her family. Yeah, her birthday was like Christmas Eve or something yeah. like that. It's pretty. pretty yeah. Serious. So we will uh, also be following that story and providing some updates as we go on that. Uh, some more stuff before we really get into the episode. Triceratops, our buddies uh, in Triceratops, have a new single out called Smoke. Yeah. Go check that out. It's on Spotify and it's all those places. It's about four minutes and 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty perfect timing. Uh, what, are the, what's the, what are the odds of that? What are, what are the odds? How could you time that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it's, I, I've listened to it a few times today already. It's a good, uh, it's a good track. So go check that out. Uh, hopefully they'll have some more stuff also rolling out, like plus you know, a new album and all that. Uh, but yeah, that is... Don't put pressure on those boys. You make an album now. <laughs> Don't put pressure on those boys. I expect a new They're album boys. by the time we are done recording to be released and available on vinyl. <laughs> yeah, until the end of this year. Put it on wax. <laughs> it's about 5 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> new Year's Eve. Yeah, until the end of this year. You, you won't even hear this until after this year. So you don't even know how much trouble you're so almost you're behind in. the gun already. <laughs> Behind oh. the gun, and you're going to be looking at the barrel of our gun if you don't get this shit done. Oh. Son. Eminem over here. I'm done. <laughs> can't stop. <laughs> can't stop. All right. Hop. That's all I got. <laughs> That's uh, all you got, because you can't stop. <laughs> so, Joe, do you want to give us a start? Do you want to go? You want to I mean, not, yeah. Start this year. Let's see what the hell happened in 2022. Right. Hey, there's some stuff. Are we going to start in January? Yep. Okay. That's where I started. <laughs> I we might. The first story is about a 74-year-old woman who was freed from jail, prison, after 27 years after being wrongly accused and committed of murder. 
Joyce Watkins of Tennessee, she picked up her little niece, and less than 24 hours later, she was dead. And they got her and her boyfriend were charged with uh, like sexual battery and abuse of oh, a shit. child and all this. But it, you know, and they always denied it. And the boyfriend actually died in jail. But they finally, like after more stuff finally came out, that they picked the little girl up from her other great aunt, and it was her great aunt who had done this right before she was picked up. I don't so know if they, we call her a great aunt anymore. No, probably not. Yeah. Hopefully, she's dead. But yeah, but so she, got, she was 70 when she got released? She was uh, 74. And she was in Spent 27 years. years. How old was she when she went in? 74 minus 27. I'm not going to be able to do the math on that <laughs> one quickly. Uh, 47. There's, no? There's no. a bunch of people out there going, this year. This She was this. 47. Is that right? 47. Boom! I beat the computer! 47 years. You beat me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I beat you. you 47 years old. And then, oh, man. And her husband died in prison. Yeah, boyfriend at the time. Boyfriend died yeah. in prison. What because a they were bunch just, of shit. They're just lazy. They're like, well, you had the little girl. Like they took the little girl to the hospital, you know, because they knew something was wrong yeah. with her. And so they're trying to do like the right thing. Yeah. I mean, but she I'm, got out this year, so that's. Well, I mean, you know. you know, congrats to her. But fuck. <laughs> I hope she gets some paid or some money for. Well, that. I'm sure she's going to sue the shit yeah. out of them. And then I'm assuming the family of the boyfriend's also going to. Imagine, like, knowing you didn't do... Yeah, a lot of people say they didn't do it, but deep down they know they did. And then, yeah. But this is like... And then what you're in jail for. I mean, that could have been easy for him, being in jail, being accused of... I think she was Abusing seven. a child. Yeah. yeah. Well, where was that at? Uh, Tennessee. Well, hopefully the police, everybody involved in that... Uh, I mean, nobody's going to have any... They're going to be like, hey, don't do that again. Yeah. That's going to be the extent of the punishment. Do your job a little better. But yeah, how about you uh, actually put forth some effort and make sure you got the right person or persons. Well, at least, at least she got out at 74. Oh, all right. Well, hopefully so. she gets to live. Another couple of years? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I'm assuming it's not the healthiest place to be in prison for 27 years. So I don't know. Or she got super jacked. Yeah. She might have just been in the room pushing. She wasn't eating like McDonald's and all that bad stuff. Yeah. I don't know how much better it would be. All right. What we're saying is it's way healthier to be in prison <laughs> yeah. than on the outside. Go to jail. America is Go a to doctor. prison. Uh, the next story is about California twins that were born 15 minutes apart in the year. So this was January 1st. The big brother was born New Year's Eve 2021. Big brother Alfredo. Alfredo. And then little sister Aylin. A L A Y L I N. Yeah, Aylin. She was delivered a little bit exactly at midnight. And the chances that happened are one in two million. They're going to tell everyone for the rest of their lives <laughs> that story. No, we're twins. I was born a year apart. We're born a year apart. That's going to be. That's like, a, that's like one of those bad jokes at a bar. Like, how could. They're twins, but they were born a year apart. <laughs> how could it be? <laughs> They are not going to develop personalities <laughs> past that fact. Uh, it's going to be the end of their growth. So congrats to everyone that knows them, that will ever know them. That is all you're ever going to hear about. That's what I would definitely do. <laughs> and especially as the big brother. I mean, he's probably going to give that, you know. Like, shut up. You're so well, young. Yeah, you know, we're twins, but I'm older. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in 21. So, I don't know, one, two million, that doesn't seem like, there seems like there's a lot of people on Earth, so it probably happens. There's a lot of people on Earth. Yeah. I mean. So shouldn't it be two and two million, since it's twins? 
You would think. Or maybe it means like one in every two million. I don't know how odds work, and that's why I was bad at gambling. Uh-huh. So. You are bad at gambling? I was, I mean, I was good for a while, but I got real bad. <laughs> so. Had a luck streak at the beginning there. I am, I am three weeks clean. Good job. As of tomorrow. I'm going to give you a chip. It's a Pringle. Mmm. That's what they should give to It's people. on the floor here. Mm. <laughs> I just vacuumed. How did I miss it? Right, so oh, I brought it with me. It fell out of my pants. Oh, okay. It fell out of the bottom of my I pants. I forgot like your a, pocket like turd. Like a turd. It just rolled out the bottom of my pant leg. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I like turd Pringles. So we got uh, a woman released from prison in January. We got twins. Twins! All right, all right. Now for February, uh, the Fight Club. Remember the movie Fight Club? Oh, what was it about? What do this? They fight in the club. I don't think we're supposed to talk about it. Oh, okay. Well, it gets its original ending back in China. Okay. Because before, on the popular China streaming surface, Tencent. <laughs> okay. Uh, they apparently they didn't like the original ending there in China, so where the new narrator shoots himself, you know, in the head uh-huh. to kill the Brad Pitt part yeah. of them, and then like they stand there and watch all the buildings. So, this, so apparently they cut that whole scene and replaced it with text saying the authorities arrived just in time to save the day. <laughs> That's very... Uh... But this year they got China. Everyone in China gets to see the original ending of the oh, Fight Club. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, because it was kind of like the uh, Simpsons where Poochie leaves Earth. Poochie has to go back to his home planet now. Yeah. So they kind of did that where they just superimposed. Uh, everything's good. Authorities arrived. Everything worked out they fine. They stopped the explosion. Authorities got there just in time. And like people, they still think that they, they're not the same person. But Brad Pitt and Edward Norton are the same person. I wish more movies would do that. Just like throughout the movie, like things that didn't work well. Just cut out the bad stuff. Like uh-huh. bad plot stuff. And just put in like text. Being like, like an old 1900 yes. movies. They really have the text up there. Let's well, congrats see. to China for getting to see the real ending. The sad, depressing ending. With the Pixie song playing. <laughs> and guy That's himself. the real crime, is the original ending they didn't get to hear the Pixie song. Yeah, is that so, in there? Yeah, I Where's My Mind it. plays at the end. Oh, okay. You know some stuff too, buddy. I know a few things. <laughs> uh, next story about February is the Green Day's Billy Joe Armstrong's classic car was stolen and recovered. Well, I'm glad the billionaire got his car back. <laughs> it was a 1962 Chevy 2, which sounds like a car. Sounds like a car. I mean, it's a, it's a Chevy. And it had been in the family for 30 years. Oh. Green Day's been around for a long They've time. They've been around for a while. Yeah. Like 96, 95? Years? Years. Wow. He's... He's a vampire. He's a vampire. They're all vampires. <laughs> Have you ever seen him in the day? Nope. Mm, Watch well, I have. Yeah. Oh, well. The warp Tour I saw him in, it was still daytime. All right, well. <laughs> Solved another the one. <laughs> Solved it twice. They're one of those day walkers. Well, yeah, they, they recovered the car, but two guitars and an ant valued at 48000 were not recovered. Well. And he was like, he's like, that's it? Yeah. I mean. <laughs> that's yeah. like a nickel to us. He's, he's like, like he's $48,000 laid on the ground. He's like, I don't feel like bending over to pick that up. Yeah, he's like, I suppose I can write a two-minute song and make that back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could be at the end, last episode of Seinfeld, and that's so crazy. Green Day's like great time of our life was used for. The was last, it really? Yeah, yeah. That's what they used the last episode of Seinfeld. Look, you know stuff. I, uh, I guess I do. Stuff. I do. Thanks. I, I, I think I uh, together we know things. I rewatched all of Seinfeld a couple years ago on Netflix because I'd watched episodes here and there. Yeah, 
Uh, and I've never been a huge fan of it. Uh, so I went back and watched it all on Netflix. Still not a fan of it. I grew up watching with my dad, so it's like hits me a little different because like we both really enjoyed it. And, like mm. watching back now, like I I don't watch it a lot now. But I mean, at the you're kind of like, I mean, it's basically just hey, here's three pretty unattractive and shitty guys. <laughs> watch them bang model after model every week, but complain about it and always find something wrong. Yeah. And- it's funny. Well, I don't think I watched the last episode because I remember it. I remember like they all get a yeah. They like went to some small town and watched the fat dude get robbed and didn't do anything about it. And then they got <laughs> yeah. like put in jail for life or some and shit. Then time of my life, please. Yep, yep, yep. All right, Green Day ruined it. Uh, okay, now we're up to March. Miss March. No, a uh, seventy-year-old, a seventy-year-old who kidnapped a bus full of children in nineteen seventy-six was approved for parole in California. Did you hear about that story? I did not. They, uh, it was, uh, they were like teenagers at the time, but they have. Uh, we should do an episode about. It. It's a really interesting story, but like they were kind of rich kids, spoiled, uh-huh. but like that was coming to an end, and they were desperate to get money, so they kidnapped a bus full of kids and the the the. The bus driver yeah. drove him a hundred miles away, put him inside a moving truck, buried the moving truck, and then like tried to get ransom. And like, luckily, the driver and the kids were like able to escape, and like Jesus. none of them died or anything. But who you know who the fuck knows who would you know? Yeah, I remember like seeing like a TV movie for it as a kid or something. And I've heard some podcasts since. But, yeah, one of the guys just got released for prison on parole. So you know, watch over your kids. I mean, also like he deserved to be there if though. you. If you like are going to try to hold people for ransom, it's you probably don't want to just go ahead and murder the <laughs> yeah. people. Like, well, I probably was like, well, once we get our money, you know, fuck them. Yeah, I'm glad that guy. Was in you, hear, you can't trust kidnappers. You would like to. You want to. <laughs> you want to. Yeah. You want to. You want to think they're one <laughs> of the good ones. Don't 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 trust them. So he how so when was they that? were underground for 16 hours? Fuck. I mean, this was 1976. Uh, uh, story. I'm pretty sure it was three guys. And, and like the one just got out on yep, parole. One just got approved for parole. Well, we should we... do an episode about that next okay. year. All right, write that down. Make a mental note. You're just tapping your fingers <laughs> on the desk. And what? How dumb do you think I am? I can see. I called you a master keyboardist at the beginning of this. <laughs> okay, thank you. He he made a note, guys. <laughs> Our next story is marches and a uh, man was fatally shot by his rescuer after falling in a South Carolina lake. And the shooting has been uh, ruled self-defense. <laughs> the guy a man like? was fatally shot by his rescuer after falling into a South Carolina lake. Bourbon, <laughs> beer, like what? what's involved here? So a man and woman fell off jet skis. Okay. And there was a couple on a pontoon boat who went over and they helped them up on their pontoon boat. Okay. You know, got them out of the water. Well, then the man and the woman started like arguing. The man wanted to get back in after his jet ski. I guess the woman didn't want him to, or I guess the... I don't know. But anyway, the woman pushed her boyfriend back into the lake. Like, cool off, buddy. Yeah. But then he gets back up on the boat, and he starts fighting with everybody. So the boat guy, the pontoon guy, had to pull out his piece. Wow. And shot him. So wow. he rescued him just to kill just him. Just to then have to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> like, next time, leave me in the water. That guy had to be drunk. I mean, jet skis are awesome. I get it. I've never <laughs> been on one. If I was going to be on one, I would want to be drunk yeah. while I was on one. And then you're like, I want my jet ski back! I, I, I was picturing uh, him still being in the water 
and the guy trying to rescue him was like, let me put holes in you <laughs> yeah. so you don't sink. I'm going to shoot the water away from you. Yes. As I shoot the water, it's going to <laughs> the water won't run. it, and then you can come back on board. Good God. So that's... That's, that a, is, that's a hell of a five minutes. That was a South Carolina lake right there. I can't believe that didn't happen in Florida. Yeah, I know. That, I have some Florida stories, but that would happen in South Carolina. Huh. All right. In April, the oldest known gorilla in the world had a B-Day. How old do you think this gorilla is? Oh, birthday. Yeah, birthday. <laughs> I thought he had like a day that he got to hang out with bees. Oh. <laughs> uh, I thought maybe you heard BJ and they're like, let's hire a hooker for this gorilla. Oldest gorilla Oldest known gorilla. Oldest known gorilla. In the I'm world. going to guess 91. Wow, 65. Oh. This is. Not a long lifespan. Fatau. F A T O U. Okay. He's a western lowland gorilla at the Berlin Zoo. Well, why right. was everyone so upset over Harambe? It sounds like they don't have a very long lifespan. <laughs> I don't well, think Harambe I, had a lot many years well, left. What then. I said is 65. Call me in four years. And then I'll celebrate. And then I'll say nice. Yeah, nice. <laughs> gorilla 69. Nice. Fatal. But she's a girl gorilla. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, you know, we could fuck her. I, what? <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> well, happy birthday. I guess we could fuck a male gorilla, too. Yeah, we could. If he wants, if we, if we all agree on I it. I think the gorilla's going to fuck you. Yeah. I don't think you get to just fuck the gorilla. <laughs> that gorilla's going to big spoon me. I mean, even if like it lets you. It's still fucking you. But this gorilla sounds like it's had a pretty badass life, and it would make a good movie. Okay. Call back to last week's episode. Oh, okay. uh, she arrived in Berlin in 1959 through uh, what the zoo describes as unusual circumstances. A sailor actually used her to pay off his bar tab at a tavern in France. <laughs> He's like, I drink so much, here's a gorilla. Yeah. How'd you get a baby gorilla? He's like, I don't know. Don't ask questions. Do yeah. you want it or not? Every now and then I wake up with like some weird animal and I was a gorilla. Do you want it or not? I hope this man only made transactions in animals. <laughs> I got a baby giraffe here for pizza. What'll that get me? Here's a This is nineteen fifty nine. Motherfucker's just paying so bar tabs with gorillas. Berlin. I wonder they had to put a sign up after that, like we, Cash only, absolutely no gorillas. Or like, you know, hey, we will not accept your uh, baby gorillas for your <laughs> sweaty bra in the summer. <laughs> yeah, oh man, <laughs> don't keep your gorilla in your sweaty bra. But then uh, the then the gorilla, she, she traveled, she got uh, transported across Europe before finally being purchased by the zoo. And uh, she was estimated to be two years old then. And that was 63 years ago, so... Well, it sounds like she was having a much better life before she got to the zoo. Like she know, was getting man. to travel, see the world, getting bought and, and bars sold. and stuff. I bet you know someone gave her some alcohol in that bar, too. Oh, she was a drunk as... Yeah. She was drunk as shit at, like, Fuck. seven months old. Yeah. But normally, in captivity, gorillas usually only live up to 50 years. So we should probably stop having them in captivity. So, but then we couldn't see them. Oh, no. <laughs> So she's already, she's been in captivity for 63 years. So she's already, Berlin must, they must treat her pretty good. Well, all right. So good job, Berlin. Happy B-Day. Yeah. Fatal. Fatal. Call me in four years. Yeah. 69. Yeah. So what, uh, so 2026, we need to revisit. Okay. Write that it, down. It happened in. Uh, Write it down. It happened in April. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> So that was April. That was our. Was that two stories? That was one story. That was one story. Okay, here's another April story. Okay. For you. 
South Carolina death row inmate chooses to be executed by firing squad yes. over the electric chain. I do remember this. And it was the first firing squad death in the state ever. Uh, Where was it at? In South Carolina. Okay. It was the guy that fucking shot the jet skier. No, he got well, that was self defense. Yeah, Richard Moore, fifty-seven, uh, was also the first execution in over a decade in South Carolina because they couldn't get the drugs used for the lethal concoction of the lethal injection. Drugs are hard to get their hands on now, you know. How would you rather be? What would you pick if you got to? Well, that's what I was going to ask okay. you, you son of a bitch. So oh. Just put a pin in it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I heard. Uh, let's see. He was sentenced to death in 1999 after killing a convenience store clerk. And he was like, he was like, because uh, he chose it was either that or electric, the electric chair. So okay. it was either a firing squad or a frying squad. <laughs> I wish you guys could see my smile. I'm so happy with myself. I I think I, damn, man, I don't so know. So if they, if they came to you and they said, uh, you can go electric chair, firing squad, uh, lethal injection. Well, they can't get the drugs for lethal injection. Well, I'm just saying. Okay, in this office. scenario. Yeah, this scenario. So you got those three or uh, guillotine. Guillotine. Okay. Or hanging. You get you, five options. What if they were like, or would you like to be pussied to death? <laughs> <laughs> pussied to death. <laughs> but we're not going to give you any more details on that. <laughs> nope. Oh, I so okay, sixth option. Sixth option. All they say. Take that last one off. I'm all they say kidding. is "pussy to death." You don't know what that means. It's intriguing. <laughs> I, I, I just to see what it is. You know? No. If I man, I guess lethal injection out of the five. Okay. Cause I don't know. Feels like being shot would hurt. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Or guillotine, because I mean, as long as it's fast and clean, but if it like—I don't think it always worked though. You got a thick neck. I feel I like do. you would like you would like break the blade. Yeah, I take it the- break that thing back up. <laughs> like it hurts real bad, and guys. Like, ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> it's a <deep> burn. <laughs> I changed my mind. Bring out the pussy. <laughs> Can I combine two? <laughs> I would pick the firing squad. Uh, just because I think that's the most badass way to go. Yeah. Because I would ask for a cigarette. And you'd be like, take your best shot, yeah. piggies. And I'd be like, and I'd <laughs> stare them right in the eyes. Uh-huh. And yeah, I'd have the cigarette in my mouth. Now, what I've heard about the firing squad is, uh, like, say there's ten dudes there, and nine of them are firing blanks. Yeah. yeah. You know, not sexually. Oh. I mean, there's probably I one. Bet. I bet at least seven. And I bet it's hard for that guy, because he's like, man, not only oh. am I impotent in the bed, but they gave me. I hope I got the live round. Yeah. Cause, oh, because they don't know either, because no. you're like, they don't want to know who's no, the one no who idea. shot him. That's why. Yeah. That's why only one has a bullet. Would you do that? If you had the, I, if they were like, we need you for a fire squad, and we're going to give you a gun. Maybe it has a live bullet, maybe it doesn't, but you're going to kill somebody. <laughs> when are you going to hit him in the leg? And they're like, like, all right, well, you get off. Well, I mean, I think they pick guys that, like, sharpshooters. Pretty good at shooting. Okay. And it's, it's still up like a fly land. Obviously. And you're, I mean, the range, it's going to be, you have to be a real bad shot. Not to... <laughs> what if they're stormtroopers? Stormtroopers couldn't hit shit. That's true. That's why they didn't have that <laughs> yeah. in Star Wars times, whatever those are. I don't know if those were before or after our time. I mean, this firing squad does sound cool, but I feel like I would just shit myself and cry, like, looking at all the guns. <laughs> no, I'm definitely going fire squad. It gives me the most opportunities for a badass last line. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing that. And I'll just be getting high I think, if, so, I mean, if you came to me and said, we need you for a firing squad, 
I mean, I need to know some context. Yeah, like, I mean, are we assuming this guy's actually guilty uh, of something? He killed a convenience store clerk, 1999. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, you can tell me it's my bullet, too. Like, I'll be like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, he killed somebody. Fuck this guy. I'll kill him. Yeah. yeah, I don't believe in God. <laughs> <laughs> and you have headphones in. You'll so be like, hey, you, you have headphones in so you don't have to hear his witty last line. Yeah. You're like, I can't hear it. You look so stupid I'm right now. Yeah. I shoot him. I'm telling the other nine to go home. You guys, I got <laughs> yeah, this. Guys, it's, it's cool. If you give me a pistol, I'll right up and shoot him in the head now. Pistol whip him. <laughs> I don't even need to shoot him. I find it very... So he so he got arrested in 99 uh-huh. for this. Like I, So on one hand, I understand, like, because the first story is the lady that didn't actually do anything. Yeah. So I understand, like, people are sometimes wrongfully convicted. Yeah. But I think it's ridiculous when, like, somebody is arrested for murder or whatever and they get death, they get the death penalty. And if it is, like, no goddamn doubt in anyone's mind. Yeah, it's that, on videotape and, like, the guy that did it. it. And, yeah. Why do we, why does it take so long? 20 years, yeah. I years get there's appeals, but what do you, like, it should be done, and, and if I ever, like, got myself in a situation where I murdered somebody and I'm on death row, I'm going to like, every day be like, can we just go ahead and do it? Like, you just want to come in and kill me? Yeah. I'm good to go anytime. See, I think that's like they shouldn't tell him what it's going to be. And they could be like just any random Tuesday. Like, all right, let's go. And I trick him sometimes and like be like, hey, today's the day. <laughs> and then take him <laughs> and then be like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> you get on back yourself. Well, before we go any further, uh, we're going to take a brief break to hear a message from a friend of the show. Uh, if you, you know, great lead-in here with the... Uh, <laughs> See, I was going to do it after this one, my fire, next story. Oh, you want to wait? I, you got a better lead-in? We already started, so... If you got a better lead-in. Okay, yeah, let's do this story. Then we'll do it. Like okay. I said, pretend like yeah. I said, I'm running this shit, okay? It's going rewind. on in my head. Let me hit rewind. Okay, yep. Now we're up to May. And uh, May saw the world's largest bottle of whiskey was sold for $1.4 million. Holy It's shit. called the Intrepid. It so tastes exactly it's, it's, like... It's a... the world's largest bottle. Oh, oh. So that's the gimmick. Okay. It's 5 foot 11. You're about taller than you probably. I'm 5'11", fi- right 6 foot. Yeah. So it's a bottle... Depending on who I'm telling. It's a bottle as big as you. Wow. I'm pretty close to you. And it was uh, the Guinness record for September 2000. What? Huh? I'm looking for the picture of this bottle. Uh, it was 82 gallons or 311 liters, 311. Uh, that's 444 standard bottles, enough for 5,287 whiskey sours made of two ounces of whiskey each, or a Saturday night for you. Yeah. Holy you crap. you like to drink whiskey. This thing is. Uh, this thing's pretty damn sizable. Yeah. I wonder how would you pour that? How would you get any of it out? Is there like a long ladle that you uh, dip down in there? I would get a giant uh, swirly straw. Oh, that'd be a good one. Yeah, and just drink. I wonder how much of that I could drink. It's a 1989 Macallan mm. single malt, mm. and it matured in an oak cask. In a Scotland distillery. It was oh. bottled in 2021. It is a pale gold and has a sweet taste of uh, of apple, it says. A note of apple. Oh, it looks so and good. Although it's not the most expensive that has ever been sold, a 60-year-old Macallan sold for $1.53 million in 2018. 
So, but I don't think that's a big bottle. Well, McAllen is McAllen is very very good. Oh, this looks delicious. But if you're wasting your life on alcohol and want to turn things around, boy, do we have the person for you. Hey guys, it's Cash. There's nothing more middle-aged and mediocre this time of year than making a New Year's resolution to get in better shape. We all want to do it. We all say we're going to do it. But how many of us actually stick with it more than a week or two at the beginning of January? It's hard enough to stay motivated, but for most of us, we simply don't know what we're doing. If you turn to web searches for help, you're bombarded with articles and YouTube videos throwing information at you that is either conflicting, confusing, or just not in line with what you're looking for. If you're serious about your health, though, and you're serious about managing your diet and exercise, your friends at Middle-Aged Mediocre are here to help you by pointing you in the direction of someone who knows way more than we do. Square One Fitness is here to help you, you personally. Stop trying to decipher what all the experts are saying because they don't know you and their advice probably isn't geared towards your specific needs. But Square One Fitness will design diet and workout plans specifically for you. Just go to Facebook and search for Square the number one fitness that's square the number one fitness or email contact square one fitness at gmail.com again that's the number one and tell them you heard about them on middle-aged and mediocre and your initial consultation is free square one fitness will work with you to develop a diet and workout plan that takes all the guesswork out of the process and will provide you with all the information you need to be a new healthier you at affordable prices. Once again, go to facebook.com and search for Square One Fitness with the number one or contact or email contact Square One Fitness at gmail.com and tell them you heard about them on Middle Aged and Mediocre. It's time to stick with that New Year's resolution and it's time to be the best you that you can be. That's right, you can get strong yeah. in 2023. And, you know, it's, it's, it's exercise, but a lot of it's diet. You can't outwork a bad diet. <laughs> and outwork he probably said that. He probably did. He's, I haven't he's heard absolutely right, because I eat like shit. Yeah. I, like, run five days a week, work out five days a week, and it's just to remain to look like a piece of shit. I mean. Because I can't outwork my fucking shitty-ass diet. It's hard. Help me, Tim. It's so hard. Help me, Tim. But, yeah, you can. You can. Uh, he has proven... Uh, I lost fifty pounds working with him. He's proven time and time again that he was talking and stuff. about. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of uh, a lot of local indie wrestlers that have uh-huh. that use his stuff. And he they wrote have... me like a diet with exercises and stuff. And he knows his shit, man. Yeah. So BK, I, I've heard a lot of it. Heard tell. I've heard tell. Yeah. All right, all right. So we were in May. We yeah, hit the first story in May. So this is the second story of May. It's gonna be. May. I'm glad you're here. It's going to be May. That's all you did. Virginia Tattoo Shop gave away free mayo-themed tattoos. Free what-themed? Mayo. Oh, mayonnaise. Oh, ew. I call I call it mayo because we're in such, you know, we're such good terms, me and mayonnaise. Right. Ew. It's mayo to me, but. I hate mayo. Oh, I like Miracle Whip. You know, I fuck with Miracle Whip. You isn't know that what I like, like? Isn't that just like eggs whipped up or something? I don't know, but you put that shit on peanut this butter. It's not real mayonnaise, good. right? I don't know. It's just Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip. whip. I've always heard, I don't, I don't what's like, the difference? I don't like either. It? I don't know. I don't like either. That's our next. That's another episode for twenty twenty three. Yeah. What's the hell's the difference between mayonnaise and Miracle Whip? We'll find out. Because I eat peanut butter and Miracle Whip sandwiches. That's and I don't like peanut butter and mayonnaise here, but I do say that I'll have a PB in May, mm. just because it's funny. It sounds gross. 
So anyway, Yellowbird Tattoo in Virginia teamed up with uh, the Richmond-based Duke's Mayo for the one-day-only event. And it, like, the spots were taken almost immediately. A lot of mayo tattoos. And they had, like, a bunch, they had, like, the, the, what do they call that? The, the stock images, uh, flash art. They flash had, art. like, the flash art for them to yeah. pick from and everything. And it says that, uh, uh, Duke's wants to be the most tattooed mayo brand in the world. So now I have to get a Miracle Whip tattoo to try to tip the to scales try. the other way. And guess who else is getting a Miracle Whip tattoo? You got two fingers pointing at me, so I'm assuming me. Yeah, we're going to get some Miracle Whip tattoos. If you're paying for it. All right. I'll get it. Okay. God, I hate it. And then you're going to cover it up a week later. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I would definitely get like a, some sort of peanut butter and mayonnaise. Miracle Whip tattoo. I would get a I would get a peanut butter tattoo. Okay, I love peanut butter. And you'll be like, no Miracle Whip allowed, but it'll still be a Miracle Whip tattooed. It's gonna be. I feel like it, like <laughs> mayonnaise or Miracle Whip. Definitely, you have to like get the jar mm-hmm. uh, and the logo because if you just got like a sandwich with peanut butter and then like the white, yeah, people are gonna be like. That so, mayonnaise? Peanut butter and cum sandwich? Because <laughs> that is hard to identify. Like, Miracle Whip, thank you. <laughs> Which could be cum. We don't know. Because we're not sure what it is. <laughs> that's a, that's, that's going to be the next battle for 2023, too. Who's going to have the tattoo supremacy between Duke's Oops. mayonnaise and Miracle Whip? Something I don't care about at all. <laughs> So if you're out there and you get a Miracle Whip tattoo, send it, send it in a pic. Send it. Cut it off yourself and send the tattoo yeah. in. And we'll, and we'll have that stapled under our own bodies. <laughs> yep. Because yeah. Miracle Whip's good. Because infections are awesome. I like Miracle Whip on egg sandwiches. What's wrong with you? Miracle Whip on grilled cheese. Sometimes I use Miracle Whip in place of butter when I make the grilled cheese. I've, I know people that, yeah. And then sprinkle a little garlic on there. Mm, when you're really high and there's nothing else to eat, you can put a little Miracle Whip on a cracker. Okay. And you eat that and it's zingy right. with the cracker. Slowly when you're high. You got to be pretty high, pretty desperate to, want to put Miracle Whip on a cracker. I don't know. I don't even want to admit it. I'm not saying I've done it. I'm just saying, now that I'm thinking about it, I could see somebody putting Miracle Whip on a saltine cracker and eating it. What's the most stoner thing you've ever, like... Just a thing of rice. Eaten. Like, I just had a thing of rice in my room from where, like, I dropped my phone in water. And uh-huh. I had to use the rice to, like, dry it out. And I was like, I'm pretty high and hungry. So, so, I, just, so I just crunched on some rice. So just dry rice. <laughs> That's all there was. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. With the taste, of, it tasted like a wet phone. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds better than just dry rice. Like, I'd rather eat a wet Before phone. Before that, was probably, which I've done this since, is we didn't have any... Me and my brother-in-law uh, ate peanut butter sandwiches on, like, soft taco tortilla shells. Okay. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Okay. But that we thought at the time, I thought that was pretty crazy. Uh, but then I ate rice. That's it, yeah. <laughs> Just the dry, dry rice. raw rice. That's psychotic. <laughs> that is psychotic. <laughs> I don't even know how. <laughs> I don't know if I could ever be high enough for that. <laughs> Because that doesn't even sound, like, <laughs> satisfying. It wasn't at all. <laughs> I think to, I cut my gums. <laughs> trying to think what the high... Oh, I know what it was. I was super high one night, and, uh, you know, uh, you know, steakums? Yeah. So, I wanted some of those, but I didn't have, like, any hamburger buns or, like, anything to put it on. 
but I did have a box of Eggo waffles. <laughs> so I made the steakums, put a couple Eggo waffles in the toaster. <laughs> oh my god! And made myself uh, a steakum Eggo. That sounds really bad. It was delicious. Really? Oh yeah. I mean, did you put syrup on it? No. Oh no. I looking back, a little I'm, regretful about yeah, that. Yeah, maybe a little bit of syrup on there. No, this it. Time. Eggos will work as sandwich bread 100% of the time. I'll have to get some Eggos and I'll put some peanut butter on that oh, shit. Oh, you you never done that? No. Oh, that's the best. You wow. heat those fucker, fuckers up? Yeah. Oh, I'll put some peanut butter on there. Oh. Oh, yeah. Goodness. <laughs> and I suppose you put well, some... This is our episode. I gotta go. put some Miracle Whip on it. Oh, I, gotta go. I gotta go. Sprinkle some dry that's rice. That's my tattoo. For some crunch. We just did it. Yeah. Well, how to somehow make sure people know it's Miracle Whip, not cum. Yeah. Maybe I'll, like, tattoo that beside it. You want to label it. This is well, not cum. Maybe have it, like... I repeat. Maybe have it, like, dripping down to spell Miracle Whip. Yeah. So then it's, like, at least, like, well, it's the cum, but it spells Miracle Whip. <laughs> so you get it. I mean, and I do call my cum the Miracle Whip. Oh, yeah, I so heard. So it's, yeah. Heard tell. Heard tell. All right, so now we're up to June. Okay. Uh, this is the Florida story. Here's getting good. Florida story. A record-breaking snake was caught by Florida. It was by 18... the whole state of Florida. Yep, they all came together. Okay. By Florida wildlife or whatever, I don't know. The 18-foot-long Burmese python weighed 215 pounds. Fuck. And she broke the record of 185 pounds. Yep. So 30 pounds heavier than the other known heaviest snake in She's Florida. She's a big bitch. <laughs> She's a big old bitch. And I have a 100-pound snake in my pants. No, I don't. <laughs> it's a miracle whipping, <laughs> miracle whip spitting son of a bitch. Well, congrats to that snake. Does it have a name? Uh, probably. Fuck it. That's um, the name. Fuck it. <laughs> they probably killed it. We caught fuck it. They killed it. And then two uh, Pennsylvania people <laughs> were rescued after falling into a vat full of chocolate. By the 18-foot snake? No. Oh. This is a different story. Oh, I remember this story. They were this... at a Mars m M&M factory, and they had to cut a hole in the side of the tank to get them out of the of the, the chocolate. Yeah. And one of them was, like, airbrushed, airlifted to a hospital, and one was taken by ambulance. Because it sounds like the most delicious accident of all time until you realize how hot... Oh, oh, hot. Yeah. I didn't think about the yeah. hot. I just thought it'd be hard, probably hard to breathe, hard to like, you know, because I don't think you can swim in chocolate. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I'd love to try it. Yeah. More they, like, Galustus Goop couldn't. Was it so deep that they couldn't, Augustus. you know, like they touched the bottom and the chocolate was over their head? Or maybe it was just the heat. That, I like, think it was probably, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming if you're in chocolate that is like edible, that's not burning I'm your flesh. Like cartoons, couldn't they just eat it? You I'm, can just like open your I'm, mouth really wide. Yeah. Swallow that shit. And just eat your way up. Probably not, because we're not cartoon characters. Yeah. We're humans. But, but yeah, I think, I'm assuming the, the chocolate has to be melted. Yeah, pretty hot. So it's to... extremely hot. Damn, you done put a whole new spin yeah. on it. Yeah, I remember hearing, because when I first heard the story, I was like, well, that just seems like a good day. And then when I heard the guy was lifelighted, I was like, oh, yeah, he's probably got the worst burns ever. Yeah. So. So they lived or not. I chocolate didn't do a very good job he, of he lived. chocolate burns. He lived. Well, good. Good for that guy. So that's uh, that was June? That was June, so we're halfway there. Okay. So uh, let's go ahead and we're going to take one last ad break, and then we're going to come back with the last half of 2022. All right. We will be right back. I promise. 
That was our ad break. And now that we've gone through June, do you know what month is next? I feel like we need a new a new ad break. Yeah. At some point. We need to record a new one. That was a pretty good one, though. I feel like people... Well, it is good. Yeah. We, one take. We're just, known for our one take. Have you got the joke yet? You, the, From the that? Knock, knock? Yeah. I like to be funny. You just don't get it, though? Uh-uh. Okay. There's a joke? Uh-huh. What is it? I don't know. It's a knock-knock joke. Okay. Who's there? Who's there? I don't know. I saw where Top Dollar... Uh huh. He he, he tweet, can't make a joke. He tweeted, "Y'all got jokes, but one day I'm gonna pull up and knock on your door." And I was like, "That's a joke there, because that's a knock knock joke. That's all those jokes start." Did you say who's there? I did. Okay. I tweeted back. I tweeted back who's there, but he didn't respond. No, he's coming down to hit you. Oh, top dollar. Top dollar. I didn't really like that group much, uh, but then I watched him on. He was on Pat McAfee show. Yeah. Uh, and he, uh, before he ever got like in the WWE. Uh, he'd already started doing this, like wherever he went to college, uh-huh. like that area that he's from. He every year goes and does like a big charity thing, uh, and like he brings it up on the he brought it up on the Pat McAfee show, and he tells Pat he's like, you know, and hey, like I've seen you, like you love to throw money out there, so <laughs> he's like, you know, and Pat McAfee's like, oh yeah, just send us the details, and he's like, I'll make sure that they get. But I was like, all right, well that's cool. Like at least he's always done. Yeah, but he's talking about how like he wants more like NFL guys to like because he was in the NFL too. He's talking about how he wants like more NFL guys to try to come in. Yeah, to be the wrestle. Yeah, but they normally don't do very well. They usually don't. Yeah, but, but he's also says a lot of when, guys, like the best one is freaking uh, the what's his face, all happy Corbin. Yeah, or yeah. Goldberg. I mean Goldberg was as ex NFL too. But. Even Corbin's better than yeah, yeah, better yeah. in the ring than Goldberg. But yeah, so I mean, once once I find out people do like big charity things, I'm like usually on there. You like top dollar? I'm usually on their side. I want to so. be bottom dollar. I really still don't understand like the group was so much better with Swerve Strickland. I don't. I like Swerve a lot. He's yeah, they good. shouldn't have kept going after he left. But I don't understand what's going on in AEW with Swerve. He just has that the guy with tattoos all over yeah, his I have face. No idea. He was ex NFL too. Was he? Yeah, he was drafted. Yeah. I was reading. Oh, All right, well, there's your wrestling update. <laughs> That's our episode. No, we still have six more months. So we're going to start with July, which was just an awful month. Uh, it always is. It's always hot. Yeah. But this is, a, this is a story about a guy that we don't hate at all. No. I don't hate him. I'm happy for him. I bet I hate him. <laughs> it's Kevin Miller of Montauk, Massachusetts. Hey, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Tushes? Tushes? Massachusetts. I just spit everywhere. Massachusetts. He's uh, lucky for life. He recently won $25,000 a year. For life from the multi-state lottery. Well, recently in July, he won that at the lottery game. Lucky for life, the win comes, but this win comes six years after winning a one million dollar prize in the Massachusetts state lottery, Cadillac Riches. But the thing is, he purchased both winning tickets from the same location, Food City and Turner's Fall. Yeah, I hate him. <laughs> He's won the lottery twice. He won a million dollars six years ago. Yep. And now he just turned around and won twenty five grand a year for the rest life. of his life. Yeah, which has got to help a little. That bit. means you can basically have like a part time job. Yeah, if you want. Well, he saw that. I'm hopefully saw some of that million yeah. left, but he decided to take a one time payment of three hundred ninety thousand. So what? I wonder how they do that. Like, how many years is that? This guy's like, we're like, all right, we'll probably be alive for. You know, he looks probably fifty. So I don't know, like, how many oh, years that is. You, you don't want to do that. You want to take the I don't know, annuity. But what if he's dead in five years and joke's on them because he so, got all that so money? How much did he take? 390000 So 390000 
divided by twenty five thousand. He got six. He got how much a year? It was supposed to be twenty five thousand dollars a year for the rest of his life. Okay, so let's say he's fifty. He looks about that. He kind of looks like Peter. Oh Griffin. well, he well he might have made the right decision. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Just take that three ninety. So. So let's see, three hundred ninety thousand divided by he got how much a year? Twenty five thousand. Twenty five thousand. So he basically just took almost sixteen years worth of it. He, yeah. took, he took about fifteen and a half years of it. I think I would do that's, that. Looking at him, that's I think probably, for anybody, I would just go ahead and do that. Just I give would. me all the money up at once. I would no. If you just buy all the drugs in the world and just just end it all. Take some drugs. Twenty six thousand a year though. That's that's definite income. Yeah, that you don't have to worry about every year. And then you can kind of fuck off and like work on a side hustle. Uh-huh. I mean, it's still not a lot of money a year. Yeah, like you but know, that's probably that's probably enough to pay your rent and car payment or something. You know, but, what I mean, take a lot of the yeah. Yeah. So then what you're working for is a lot of that's going to go to shit you want to do. All right. I would take it over every year. Okay, give me $25,000 a year. I'll take it. Tell talk him. into it. No, you talk Tell into him. it. This you owe me 25000 a year. You said you liked them. <laughs> or one Vader a year, whatever. <laughs> I I cannot give you a Vader a year. <laughs> yeah, I don't like this guy. I yeah. have the worst luck. No, no doubt. So this motherfucker, he went good for him. I'm a petty, jealous man. Let's let, let's turn it around, okay? Let's be different. You want to be different? Yeah, let's let's good for this guy. Okay, let's have a maybe. I can maybe maybe some of them maybe he'll rub off on us. Should we try to be a more positive? I think we should duo. Yeah. going into the new year. Uh-huh. Is that is that our new year resolution? I, yep. More positivity. Okay, good for this guy. All right, good for What's this. What's his name? Uh, I'm already. Fuck that guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got a name. Kevin, Kevin Miller. Kevin. Good, Good job, Kevin. Congrats, Kevin. We I love hope you. you enjoy your money. Yeah. I hope you're doing something fun. We're not bitter at all. Not bitter at all. <laughs> I hope you go win again. You know what I mean? Third I hope, time. I hope the, the, the winnings just keep on. And if happening. you win, you better go gobble, 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 gobble. If you win from that same store, because that's a turkey. Yeah, Speaking of turkeys, yeah. a distillery is fighting invasive crabs by turning them into whiskey. Mm, so it has nothing whiskey. to do with turkeys. They're small, they're green, they're crustaceans, and now they're whiskey. <laughs> is that the commercial? <laughs> they're small, they're green. Well, they're, they're green crabs, okay. and they're invasive pets that have pests. Yeah. Pests. That have, that's so weird, pets and pests. Oh Whoa, dude. <laughs> dude. It's like almost like... like <laughs> Whoa! It's like it's a thin line between a pest and a pet. Oh my God! Oh, I gotta sit down. I'm already sitting down, but I gotta stand up just like so I sit down again. Words are so <laughs> weird, man. <laughs> These green crabs have. Oh plagued. my God! Dog backwards is God, dude. Whoa! God dog. God dog. <laughs> but New Hampshire Distillery is. Uh, they, they decided one way to you know instead of trying to get rid of the crabs, they'll just. Tournament with the just make and the that's whiskey around a positive them. outlook. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> sure, it's gonna kill everybody who drinks it and make them definitely yeah. sit down. It probably doesn't. Uh, I would. I Maybe would like, hey, you want crabs? I, I could be like their slogan. You know, got crabs. Got crabs. Like, I drink crab whiskey. I'd try it. Yeah, I'll try it right now. <laughs> you got any? Green crabs are so abundant; it's going to take a lot more than whiskey to curb the population. <laughs> it says. So now there's gonna be crab gum. Crab. It's crab steak. trappers whiskey. Get some of his flavor from green crabs caught off the coast of New Hampshire. All right. 
So yeah, so yeah, that that that's a good time. Well, that's taking a negative, turn it into a positive, and that's what we're going to start doing. Good work, guys. Yeah. So if you want crab whiskey, go to New Hampshire. Yeah, I guess we're going to go there next weekend. Let it live free or we're die have a nice or little, something like nice that. Little weekend and drink crab. I think that is there. Slowly. Yeah, yeah. Live free or die and drink crabs. <laughs> yeah. The crabs, man. I bet they got drunk too. So the crabs probably didn't even know what was going on. They're just partying. Crabs, yeah. And then they are the drink. Whoa. Whoa, dude. Whoa, dude. All right. So now we're. Uh, what happens after July? Do you know? Uh. No. It's August. 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 Uh, a good boy turned forty-three. Crab backward is Mark, dude. <laughs> a good boy turned forty-three years old in Parkersburg, West Virginia, this <laughs> August. Wonder who that could be. This is a CNN local podcaster <laughs> and all-around good boy turned forty-three years old. Uh, this says Big Dick Joe Gantz. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, that's not the story. A man paddled thirty-eight miles down the Missouri River in a hollowed-out pumpkin. All right. <laughs> That's the life in I August. want. A Nebraska man paddled <laughs> 38 miles down the Missouri River. Missouri. Yeah. So he was in Nebraska one day, and uh, he decided to just get a big old boat or pumpkin and hollow it out and ride down 38 no other miles. No reason, huh? There probably are. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> there probably it, it was to celebrate his 60th birthday and hopefully set a Guinness World Record. Dwayne Hansen set out from the public boat docks in Bellevue, Nebraska. Oh, okay. So Nebraska and Missouri must be close. I don't know geography. <laughs> I assume they were like very far apart. I'm pretty sure one's in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he left uh, Bellevue, Nebraska around 7.30 a.m. in an 846-pound pumpkin. Good God. And arrived in Nebraska City. So where the fuck is Missouri at in all this? Oh, maybe the Missouri River is in Nebraska. Whoa, so it's not just in Missouri. I love this so much. So it should be like the missouri Aska River. I love this so much. Who says maybe it starts in Nebraska and ends in the Missouri, so why isn't it the Nebraska River? I mean, why, you know. I'm learning so much. <laughs> so, uh, you know, yeah, basically it's been about 12 hours in this goddamn pumpkin. What a way to celebrate your birthday. <laughs> your 60th birthday. His wife was like, you know what? I don't even care. Just His go. <laughs> of course you're going to go fucking down the Missouri River <laughs> for 30 Of course, just go. We're in Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. What else is he going to do? Be cold? Oh, man. This guy. Well, congrats to him. Happy 60th birthday, uh, guy. He named the vessel the SS Berta. What? Why? And he car- that, That's what I don't know. And it says his wife, family, and friends were also there to document the journey. Were they, like, running along on the oh, fucking... <laughs> they just had to be miserable. The previous record, I know you were wondering, well, there for the longest journey by pumpkin boat... How was that a record? ...was 25 and a half miles set in 2018. And this guy did how many? 30. He, he crushed a record. He went 38. He went 12 and a half over. If you're going to do something, you do it 12 and a half over is what I say. I don't understand how Guinness records come to be. <laughs> it's whatever you think you want to do. They're like, yep, okay, do that. We need to set a Guinness record in 2023. For being like the For most something. positive, being the most Just middle-aged and mediocre. I think we can do it. I mean, it sounds like there's so many out there that like, yeah. we could find a random one. Yeah. 
Like, what's like the longest two men have had their beards braided together for? Right. I'm sure that's probably, we'll find out. Okay, we'll braid our, let mine grow a little longer. Yeah. And we'll braid them together. And then we have to be like some sort of conjoined twin. Yeah. What if it's like, how long do you think you could go like that? Less than 10 minutes. <laughs> I was going to say until one of us has to take a shit. And I it's would, like. I would hate it so much. Our faces would just yeah. be right. In each other, and not because, like, not because it's you. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just having to be that close to someone. <laughs> but we could be in the Guinness Book of Records if we could go side by side. Oh, like, you yeah. know, I. Well, what, what if we braided our back hair together? <laughs> yeah, but then, like, it'd be we, hard to we shit. Have to, one of us is always have to walk backwards. Yeah, we have to agree which direction we're going. Yeah. So I think the side by side, side by side, and I think we could make that one a while. Because if you know, one of us had to take a shit, the other one could just like step into the shower, yeah, and close the curtain as far as it could go, and read or something. Or I just gotta shit my pants, <laughs> or just we just shit our pants. <laughs> so all right, so we're gonna so we're, in 2023, we're gonna do an episode about the school children kidnapped. Uh-huh. There was something else we were gonna do. I took a note. I'll find. Oh, it. you were gonna no. This no. In in four years, we're gonna check in on the gorilla see if it's yeah. sixty nine. Nice. So we'd be like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. we're gonna set against world record. Then we'll set against world record. All right. All right. We got we're getting we got places. Plans. So another August. Another August. And we're uh, headline. Be positive. Be positive. Yeah. Oh, I'm over that. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> like, fuck, dude. Like you were when you were first saying it, I was getting so mad inside. I was just like, fuck you. I was the so. Uh, <laughs> There's a so I'm getting you know we've I can like we kind of talked about it but uh you're well aware I'm getting way back into uh, collecting cards and stuff. There's a dude in the card collecting community I guess you would call it. Uh, oh, what's the community? <laughs> but like I kept seeing people like mention him on Twitter for like what a good dude he is and like how he's just, like he doesn't have like a collection of his own. He just like likes to help people uh-huh. build their collection. You know, he's a facilitator. Pretty much. Well, he, like, randomly messaged me and was like, hey, man, like, what teams do you... Because, like, uh, he got a card in the same break that I was in, a card break. He got, like, a really nice Justin Herbert autograph card. I, however, got a card of a player. He's my new favorite football player. Uh, I believe he plays for Tom the Brady? Saints. Smoke Monday. Oh! Is his name. Nice! Uh, is it Monday, like, it like spelled the, like the day, like not, the day. In, not like Monday? Yeah, like... like M-O-N-D-A-Y. That's how they spell it. But uh, So like, I tweet out something like, yeah, so-and-so may have got like a Justin Herbert autograph, but I got Smoke Monday. Yeah. So the dude messages me, and he's like, uh, hey, like, who do you collect? Like, what players? Whatever. And I tell him, you know, and he's like, all right, cool, man. Like, I'll dig through some stuff. And he's like, uh, I'll hit you up one day and, like, get your address and send you some stuff. And I was like, well, like, do you collect anything? Whatever. He's like, no, man, I'm good. Like, I just like to help people. And, like, that made me be like, oh, I need to be, like, a better person. Like, that's just <laughs> yeah. a cool dude. So I am kind of, like, trying to be... I think I think you're part of that, too. I think if it's, like, for strangers that haven't had a chance to piss you off yet, I think you can be <laughs> yes. pretty nice to people. You're but right. I feel like once you, like, once someone does one little thing that kind of crosses you, you're like, nope, you're fucking... I'm not... To kind of cross you. Yeah, I'm not doing anything to help you, ever. I think you're probably Fuck right. yourself. I think you're probably so right. I think, yeah, I think, I think you got a big heart for, like, people that haven't... <laughs> that haven't annoyed you yeah. in the smallest amount. It's, and that's pretty easy to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. As long as they haven't done, as long as they haven't spoken to you or like existed in your general like, you I know. do prefer strangers. Yeah, <laughs> just people you haven't had a chance to hate yet. Yeah, those are the best people. <laughs> they I think. are. It's just it's so exciting to find all those new reasons to hate somebody. 
<laughs> like, what's going to piss me off about you? Let's go. It always makes me so sad, though, when, like, you do, like, because I do try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Like, you know, hey, like, we all have our own shit. Like, you know, we're all just humans trying to get through this bullshit existence. So I try to give everybody, like, you know, the shot, like, the, like, the benefit of, like, whatever. And then they do something to just really just... Okay, well, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. And then you're just like, God and it's damn over. it, man. You know it is. You're like, there's yeah. nothing this person can do yeah. to, like, it's make like, it. Like, they can be like, hey, Josh, here's a million dollars. Like, all right. Yeah, fuck you, man. You're like, I'll take it, but I'm not going to like it. I probably wouldn't even take it because I'm petty. <laughs> I'm petty like that. Like, I'll, I, I'll, like, do harm to you myself. Like, I don't need it. No, I don't need it. Yeah, no, fuck you. I ain't taking that. Yeah. All right. All right, so this is another August story. A passenger was fined eight, over $1,800 after having two undeclared McMuffins found in their luggage. <laughs> So that's like a lot for McDonald's that's... and Costia. Passenger traveling from Bali, Indonesia to Australia has found themselves paying a hefty price for a McDonald's breakfast. The unnamed traveler was handed a fine of 2,664 Australian dollars, which as you know, equals to just over 1,800 <laughs> 1,874 American dollars Crazy. after two undeclared egg and beef sausage McMuffins and a ham croissant were found in their luggage. <laughs> you fat bastard! Why not just eat them real quick? Yeah, I did! Like, I gotta take these with me! <laughs> were found in the luggage on arriving at Dar- Darwin Airport in the country's uh, northern territory last week. But, okay, so if you're in that situation, though, and they find them, why... If you just grab them real quick and eat them, <laughs> no evidence. There's no evidence anymore, and they can't get you for having something in your body, right? Like, I wouldn't think so. I mean, I was gotten for something in my body, but have you ever ate a McMuffin? No, never had a McMuffin either. I don't think I don't. Yeah, if never I do McDonald's, egg. I don't know what they are. Yeah, I don't like the eggs how they look. <laughs> I've just... seen muffins. <laughs> yeah, those don't look like muffins. Well, imagine one being in a suitcase for that long ass flight. But the incident came about days after the Australian authorities brought a tough new biosecurity rules after a foot and mouth disease outbreak in Indonesia spread to Bali. So, I mean, there is a good reason behind it because foot and mouth disease is like one of the worst fucking things. Sounds awful. But yeah, so basically don't eat McDonald's, you know, and like get with our friend Tim and he'll get you a good diet that doesn't include any McDonald's and then you won't get fined $1,800. So that was that two of August. That was August. You ready for September? Uh, yeah, it's coming at you. Uh, it's a Kansas man sentenced to more than five years for, for performing illegal autopsies. <laughs> and I just love the picture of the guy. Like his hands are just up in the air. Like I don't know what you wanted from me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like they're, I, who, they're dead. Who, All right. Yeah. Who doesn't want to do some autopsies? <laughs> The Kansas man has been sentenced to five years and nine months after pleading guilty to one count of wire fraud connected to performing an illegal autopsy. So, like, they couldn't even get him on the autopsy, so they had to get him on a wire wire fraud. fraud. Uh, Sean Parcells, 42, of Topeka, used his business national autopsy service to obtain fees for more than 350 clients. Also, he made money off of it, too. Well, that's probably why they're back, so they didn't... You know, money, a fool and their money are quickly separated. Yeah. And this guy gets to cut into people. But what's he doing the autopsy? Like, is it just because people want an autopsy done and it can't get done, like, officially, so this guy steps in? He's like, I'll cut him open. (laughs) Yeah. 
Uh, it says he garnered national media attention after assisting in an autopsy commissioned by the family of Michael Brown, the young black man fatally shot by a Ferguson, Missouri police officer in 2014. So uh, this has been ongoing for a while. Oh, we're getting to the bottom yeah. of it. He is appearing re- repeatedly on the major new out- news outlets as a forensic pathology expert. Do you know what this reminds me of? Do you remember a couple years ago where they had the fake sign language interpreter who would just go to like... Yeah. <laughs> and she was like just... Just wiggle her fingers, around. yeah, and they were like, "Yep, she's legit." So okay. I don't think she went to jail. Though. She might have. Okay, so it does sound like this guy is just like, if for whatever reason the you know agency won't do like an official autopsy, people reach out trying to prove certain things. Yeah, like they didn't like that they like were. If, yeah, like if someone's death is ruled a suicide, you know, family's like, I know that this person yeah. wouldn't kill themselves, so they get, uh, yeah. What's well, kind of bullshit this guy's in legal trouble then? Well, he's also fucking with families if he's not really helping them and just like, you know. True. Um, I mean, unless, yeah, I mean, I guess if like he did the autopsy and the results wouldn't matter anyways. He said at the time, Parcells didn't claim to have any specific license or certification to do the work he oh, did. Well, and he true. said he knew how to do autopsies from on-the-job training. <laughs> I've watched movies. <laughs> yeah. so, I've watched SVU. They were so always showing autopsies. Don't do autopsies unless you're licensed. Yeah, I guess. At least in Kansas. Okay, just Kansas. That's <laughs> cool uh, here. Another September story is a pilot arrested after threatening to crash a plane into the Mississippi Walmart. I will crash <laughs> this fucking plane. I will right to the Walmart. Oh, yeah. Wasn't this dude like an ex-employee or something? Or, or no, that was that guy shot people. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, thing. that was in like the break room. This is a worker at an airport who stole a twin-engine plane Saturday morning. And uh, on this Saturday morning in September, and threatened to crash it into a Mississippi Walmart. But they originally they they eventually got him to land in the field. And he was arrested, and he was an employee at the at the airport for ten years. And it says, yeah, he stole a must have flipped one day. <laughs> what a random! Like why Walmart? Like it doesn't say, but like did they like not? Did they charge him wrong or something? I mean, I hate Walmart as much as the next guy. But they did close out and evacuate the Walmart, which you know pissed people off. Oh, yeah. Oh, because you're going to fly a plane I can't get mad. Well, it's not here yet. Yeah. Can I just start checking out? God. You know that pissed people off. We're trying to save your life. I don't need you to save my life. (laughs) I didn't ask for it. Yeah. Let them crash it in. This is America. Am I getting this for free? They probably probably would want some. But, you know, good publicity for Walmart, at least. Yes, yeah. They need that. This story is just for you, buddy. Okay. So everyone else, plug your ears. This is September too. Uh, no, this is is it September? We're now we're on October. We're October. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is October. A diehard NASCAR fan wins a six-figure lottery jackpot by honoring Dale Earnhardt with this pick. Praise Dale. Praise Dale. <laughs> yep. Is a North Carolina man, longtime supporter of NASCAR legend Dan Dale Earnhardt, uh-huh. uh, paid off big time when he won a two hundred thousand dollar lottery. Uh, Luther Dowdy, 63-year-old grave digger. <laughs> I love this story. I think those are all... Uh, if you're a grave digger, you have to be a Dell Earnhardt fan. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> These are all good things. Yeah, he he bought three quick-pick tickets in honor of the number three on Dell Earnhardt's race car. That's how you do it. <laughs> and he, he won, won... How much? Two, uh, $235,000 and one cent. <laughs> <laughs> And after taxes, he's going to get one hundred sixty-six thousand eight hundred seventy-five dollars. Good. And Good he, for said, him. he said, he said, he uh, said, uh, praise Dale. Uh, how much did he get, real quick? One hundred sixty-six thousand eight hundred seventy-five. 
166875 He said, I about fell out of my chair when I saw how much money I won. Now I might be able to retire at the end of this year. So, Larry, if you're listening, buddy, I hope you're retired. Was Larry's name Luther? Not that's, even close. That's divisible by three. Oh, yeah. What's the number there? 55,625. Well, he's got to get that tattooed on somewhere. The odds of winning the cash five jackpot in uh, North Carolina lottery in North Carolina lottery are just one in 962,000, according to lottery officials. But he bought three of them because old Dale. That's what happens when you raise hell, praise Dale. Yep, you, you're gonna you're gonna win money. Yeah, that's why I've never won because I, I don't give a shit about Dale oh. Hart. <laughs> oh. Now this is a bit of a downer for October. Pebbles, the world's oldest dog, has died at the age of 22. Oh. She was a good girl. The record-breaking fox, toy fox terrier, died of natural causes. But who did the autopsy? <laughs> Were they fucking licensed? <laughs> At her home in Taylor, South Carolina. The elderly pooch was five months shy of her 23rd birthday, oh. according to the release. So, I mean, in dog years, what's 22 times 7? Uh, 144? 164. Oh, that too. It's an old-ass dog. 164-year-old dog in human years. Pebbles? Yep, she beat a 21-year-old chihuahua named Toby Keith. That's the oldest living dog. That'll teach you, Toby. <laughs> Toby Keith's been around that long. And that's, that's, that's someone, he's just a puppy. He's like, I like this Toby Keith song. Yeah, like, that was like the first song. I'm going to, yeah. I was like, let's wait to see if he has more songs. No, <laughs> no I'm naming the dog Toby Queef. Queef? Toby Queef. <laughs> that's my porn name now. Yes. Toby Queef. All right, we're starting a band. You're Toby Queef. <laughs> I got to come up with a name for myself. Well, we'll just let it happen naturally. Well, yeah, we'll figure it out. Toby Queef. 2023 is going to be a big year for us. <laughs> All right, so that was uh, September, I believe. No, that was October. Okay, so now we're into November. Uh, yep. Right? If I've if I've ever looked at a calendar <laughs> and I've understood correctly. You know, I, I didn't know the months of the year, like, their order until, like, I was out of high school and working because I just never good. gave a fuck. That's not good. Because you're just a kid, and it's like, well, I knew what month it was at the time, but, like, <laughs> I right. couldn't be like, bup, 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 uh, bup. now I can. I totally can because I've been working for a while, you know. Okay, I'm stupid. I've been working for a while. <laughs> I've been working for a while. Now I know all the months. <laughs> Steve Jobs, worn out Birkenstock, sell for how much you think at auction? Too goddamn much. If it's more than... <laughs> If it's more than a dollar. I'm going to show you those Birkenstocks. There they are. Um, so those were sold at auction, and they Steve Jobs worn, worn them out. So when you buy them, you're going to be rich and smart like Steve 385 Jobs. $385 million. 218000 Okay. This is still just fucking batshit insane. $218,000. Just sandals that a dude wore. That his gross food. Not a pen that he used. Not like a pad that uh, a desk he sat at. <laughs> Steve Jobs, who is that? Is that the Apple guy? Yeah. Okay. So this dork wore fucking yeah, Birkenstocks. Yeah. Uh, in the early days of Apple, that's what he wore them in the early days of Apple, and that's why they sold for so much in New York City. They, uh, he wore them during the 70s and 80s. And why did someone hang on to these? It was the highest price ever paid for a pair of sandals at auction. <laughs> what about Jesus' sandals? Y'all a bunch of heathens. 217000 <laughs> He didn't know Steve Jobs. He didn't create Apple. Yeah, a guy that managed his jobs, Albany, California estate in the 80s. He had other items sold as well. It's not just those dudes. That dude sandals. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's like, oh, no, they're Steve's. 
The sandals were previously sold in for a mere $2,000 in 2016. That's inflation. Like, there's no way you could prove, unless you have Steve Jobs' feet inside of those sandals. Yeah. You can't. They look pretty worn. You how can could see you prove that those were his sandals? Pictures, I guess, of just, you know. Of, I get, but I mean. And what kind of foot. It's not like he had custom And what kind of foot fetish freak. Yeah. Just wants these fucking sandals. Mm. <laughs> smells rich. Smells smart. <laughs> smells smart. So that was that one. And now here's another one. The guy one. that won the, all the money, was he the one that bought them? Because I feel like that's <laughs> dumb shit that somebody that wins money buys. You think a Dale Earnhardt fan's going to no, buy? No, the earlier guy that oh, won Oh, okay. That guy's never heard of Steve Jobs okay, in his life. Right. According to his picture. Gotcha. Yeah. This is uh, November as well. That's where we're up to, right? Because we did yeah. up to. <laughs> yes. We're getting to the end. Uh, $450,000 worth of cocaine seized from wheelchair wheels at the JFK airport. A traveler in New York City's John F. Kennedy International Airport was arrested after, like what I said, almost half a million dollars worth of cocaine Fuck. hidden inside of her wheelchair. They, they caught her because she was just going so damn fast. Well, she was yeah. just... She just rolled herself down the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. It is. It is a hell of a drug. She uh, she arrived in New York City from the Dominican Republic. Oh, so she's just like a... On November 10th. Carrier, then. Yeah. Knowing that the wheels of her wheelchair were not turning. <laughs> the X-ray in the wheelchair. Like, that's the one function. Excellent. That's the one function you need of the wheels on a wheelchair. Go they gotta be able to spin. turn. Yeah. They said they discovered a white powder, which later tested positive for cocaine. And listen, if you're looking for testers of this stuff, New York Airport, we'll holler sure. at your boy. Holler at Toby Queef, because that's what I do is I test cocaine. We'll make sure it is legit. <laughs> that's so funny. The like, so he was pushing her. We're like, the wheels weren't even turning. Slender. Yeah. We're fine. They're just carrying fine. her in the wheelchair. Yeah. That is how this will work. you got to carry her. <laughs> It amounted to well, I mean, 28 coke. pounds of cocaine with an estimated street value of 450000 Well, good job, police. <laughs> Doesn't say how old she was or anything. Ruining she ruining people's good times. Yeah. What's cocaine ever done to hurt one person, huh? Nothing I've ever heard Nothing of. Nothing me neither. Made a lot of great movies. <laughs> Music? It's been the inspiration behind a lot of things. All right, so that was the last November one, so we're in December now. All right. We only have a couple months left. That's the now time. <laughs> A girl asked if she could keep a unicorn in her yard. No, idiot. L.A. County gave her a license. All right, I'm going to need to hear some details <laughs> on this one. A six-year-old girl on a quest to keep a unicorn How in her backyard. Six? six okay, well, I'm Figured sorry, she'd get idiot. the hard part out of the way first by getting permission from animal control. So we're allowed to have kangaroos in West Virginia, uh -huh. which we covered on a previous episode. Yeah. And now this little girl has a permit where she can get a unicorn they're going to let her keep it in L.A., which is just setting this girl up for failure because they need to be like, hey, unicorns don't exist. The world is pain. Your life's awful. Grow the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> now I fear. Oh, her name's Madeline. <laughs> so now I fear that Madeline uh, is going to realize eventually that unicorns don't exist, but she seems like a pretty... Uh, yeah, to uh, know that she had to get a permit for thinking uh -huh. psychopath. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like she's just going to like force a horn onto a horse. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, and and really the best way to go is like from in the mouth up, 
Because, I mean, if it's just, like, glued on top, it's going to look fake. If it's, like, coming up through the skull, it looks like a groove. And it might kill, it's probably going to kill a lot of horses. But a dead unicorn is still a unicorn. <laughs> yeah, you just, like, prop it up and stuff. I'm like, that's my unicorn. <laughs> we get a Bernie's it? No, there's a little letter. She has the, the letter that she wrote. If I can find one. It says, Dear L.A. County, I would like approval if I can have a unicorn in my backyard. If I can find one. Please send me a letter in response. Madeline. L.A. County is going to shit their pants when she shows up with a unicorn. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, we didn't really. Neighbors are going to complain because unicorns, them. they just shit all the time. They're loud. They smell bad. Mm-hmm. You know, they're racist. Did you know that? Oh, I know. Yeah. So they're yeah. going to be, he's going to be calling the neighbors racist names. They're going to be like, look, she has a permit. There's no, our hands are tied. We can do. Or our hands are tied. <laughs> it's stabbing people. <laughs> yep. But she's allowed <laughs> to have it. Uh, this one, uh, this also happened in December. Which, uh, this is the month we're in. Yeah. Like so this is, this is fresh. This is a two-year-old was rescued after being swallowed by a hippo. Fucking hippos. This is Uganda. A hippo attacked a two-year-old boy, swallowing half of his body before spitting him out. Because here's the thing. Two-year-olds, half his body. two-year-olds taste awful. They're all dirty and sticky uh, and just... Uh-huh. Uh, like pooping? <laughs> the child was attacked on December 4th at around 3 p.m. in the Katawi... Cabotoro District in the southwest of the country, according to the statement. The boy named by Ugandan police as Iga Paul has been playing was playing at his home Oh That's my god. So in Rubunjubu Cell Lake Katwi. <laughs> and it took bravery of one of uh, a, a nearby townsman to save the victim after he stoned the hippo and scared it, causing him to release the victim from his mouth. But it, it was just a hungry, hungry hippo. But it ate half the kid? It had him halfway down and then spit him up. Oh, okay. Yeah, like it swallowed. I, I guess, like, it probably swallowed him. We're like, he was, like, in the hippo's mouth, oh. like, waist up, just like, ah, okay. I'm six years old, help me! I thought it, like, bit him in half. Oh, it was a particularly bad case of being cut in half. That's from uh, Walk, Hard. Walk Hard. That's a great movie. Okay, the boy so. was taken to a nearby clinic for injuries on one hand and later transferred to... So that's all he hurt was a hand. I wonder if, like, maybe on the teeth trying to get back out. Yeah, yeah he's okay, though. And the hippo was scared back into the lake. And uh, it says all residents near animal sanctuaries and habitats should know that hippos are very dangerous. Yeah, hippos are apparently like... Why would you not know that? They're fucking huge. Like, yeah. Because of the game, the goddamn game, Hungry that Hungry Hippo. Game. You got to sue Hasbro or Mattel or whoever did that shit. It was pretty sure it was Hasbro. But yeah, they're apparently like the most like evil motherfuckers, like violent as shit. Luckily, I mean, I've seen hippos with dad teeth. Lucky he didn't bite the little bastards. Yeah. He's just going to swallow them whole and let them live inside him. The boy that lived in a hippo. Until it, came out, until it comes out his ass like an Ace Ventura. Yeah, the second one? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nature's nature's Call or the Call of Nature. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was an awful movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad. The first one was, I mean, the first one's juvenile, but I loved the first Ace Ventura. Yeah. Like, first those good. first, like, Jim Carrey movies definitely shaped a lot of my probably humor and stuff. Uh-huh. Obviously, because yeah. I'm so annoying. But <laughs> what? But that's it. That's Since 24 we... stories. 24 12 stories. 12 months. Two st- two stories a month. That was 2022 yep. in a nutshell. I'm Toby Queef. it all over. <laughs> I'm Toby Queef. <laughs> Toby Queef. Uh, <laughs> so we got a lot coming up in 2023. Yep, we're gonna we got Guinness it. World Records. We got a story about kids in a, in a bus 
buried alive. Yeah, you'll have to do that. I I gave uh, you the idea. You can write it up. Okay. We got uh <laughs> we got uh we gotta be positive. No, nah, we're we okay, already, we're, we already shit on that. that. Cut that. Um what was the other thing? Uh well it's not twenty twenty three, but we'll be a year years. closer to that gorilla being sixty nine and we can <laughs> yeah. just be like nice. Alright. So that was Fatal, the gorilla. Yep. Fatal. Fatal. Congrats. In Berlin her. that was fucking once get paid uh, as she was used as payment for a bar tab. Let's also 2023. Uh-huh. Another goal of ours should be to purchase something uh, with an animal. Okay. Yeah. Beasley could probably get us at least not, a hot and ready. Not Beasley. <laughs> He's got that little suitcase handle. He would. They <laughs> like, I'll gladly trade you a Beasley today for a hot and ready tomorrow. They would quickly. <laughs> Beasley's like, Yeah, he wouldn't. We got to get Beasley. He is a pizza his... dog, though. Yeah. So he would probably just eat them out of. Out of. He's a good boy. Stock. He's a good boy. He is a good boy. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's a ferocious little guy. You don't want to pick him up. <laughs> <laughs> then why put a handle on him? It'll be the last thing you do. <laughs> I hate that about him because, like, yeah. you know, I'd like a dog that I could pick up. Yeah. Nope, not him. Uh-uh. He you looks friendly. He looks adorable. All right. Well, that was 2022. What uh, a shit year. Hopefully 2023 will be better. It won't be. It won't be. <laughs> Our positivity lasted about 15 seconds, which is honestly 13 seconds longer it's than what I thought. Legitimately, I love that. Our, I love that our 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 positivity was is documented in this episode, <laughs> from where we were like, "Yeah, let's be positive." Yeah, and five minutes I'm later, a story later. Yeah, fuck, fuck that. that. Yeah, that sounds fucking awful. <laughs> okay, well, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for making 2022. I mean, it was a good year for us. Yeah, we had a lot of uh, growth. Not personal growth. No. We're still right where we were uh-huh. uh, at the beginning of the year. Probably a little bit, a little bit less. We regressed a you little. You regressed. That's the word I was yeah, looking Yeah, we regressed for, a little yep. bit. Uh, but, you know, show's growing, I think. Uh, starting to get out there a little bit more. Yeah. We're looking to do some things, like a live some, episode. We got some TikToks and videos coming. And... We'll be doing some stuff in 2023. Big things. Big, big things. things. It's so, going to be involve a lot of uh, crushed red pepper. Quit looking at my crushed red pepper. <laughs> I see you eyeballing it. I can't. Uh, I'm really wanting a uh, a waffle peanut butter sandwich now. Oh yeah, so we gotta do that. We gotta get rid- we gotta get done with this. We gotta get Miracle Whip tattoos. Yeah, put yeah. that on the list too. As long as I don't ever have to eat it. You don't just get the tattoo because fuck Dukes. Okay, I Miracle Whip needs to be number one. Sure, okay. I have no, I have. You have no pony in the mayonnaise so game. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but you're supporting me, and it yeah. means the world to me. Yeah, thank so, you. All right, so go. Which one? Miracle Whip. <laughs> All right. Friend of the show, Miracle Whip. We better get a sponsorship if we get tattoos of Hell motherfuckers. yeah. Hellman's, yeah. Oh. No, Hellman's no that's another. Right. They're not makes, doing tattoos, but that's another competitor. Who makes Miracle Whip? Is it just Miracle Whip? Craft. 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 Maybe. Miracle yeah. Whip. It uh-huh. is craft. Okay. So, Craft, if you're listening. Yep. <laughs> and how do they not be? We want Miracle Whip to be the official sponsor of middle Asian media. Or just pay for our tattoos. Or just pay for our tattoos. Uh, you can ignore all the times that I said Miracle Whip is gross. Yeah, because I love it. I love it. it enough to outweigh your your un, unliking of it. Yeah. Disproval of it. My disproval. <laughs> yeah. My refusal to try it. <laughs> so until next year, that's, that's a wrap for us for 2022. Yep. Thanks for listening. Make sure you share uh, episodes. Tell a friend. Leave us a review. Rate us. Telephone. Telephone, uh. <laughs> do all the things. Have a good year. 
Uh, thanks again, and we will see you guys in 2023. Goodbye. Goodbye.